spins a web any size. Catch your feet just like guys. Look out! So it's with me, as always, is your reluctant co-host, <laughs> Francisco Alcala. Today we're talking about a movie that you've told me you really love. Like, personally, oh, you've absolutely. told me it's this my movie, favorite movie we've seen. It has a real effect on you. And yeah. The Amazing Spider-Man was released only five years after the last Spider-Man movie. This is kind of the pinnacle of, like shameless cash grab we have to reboot this as quick as possible to make as much money as we can now this isn't even that big a deal because we just had spider-man introduced two years after this franchise failed because it was 2014 amazing spider-man 2 two years later you're already pumping out civil war in the next year's homecoming so we can't fix it somehow yeah we can't even talk about how like but five years Five years since the last movie? And it's only ten years since the first movie that started that last trilogy. It's kind of trying to copy that Dark Knight trend where it's like everything's gritty. Because after Dark Knight, there is like a period where we had to take all these kind of... All these things for children and then make them really dark for some reason. So adults don't feel bad for still enjoying it. You can enjoy fun things, I think. I don't think you have to <laughs> make everything about murder and espionage. I think everyone's just accepted that by now, seeing as the MCU exists. <laughs> yeah, no, it's been fixed now. I just think in the height of Christopher Nolan's age, and he's still making movies, everybody saw Dunkirk, I guess. I think that The Dark Knight is probably best described as an amazing movie that set up a lot of bad trends, and this is a victim of that, I think. I still like this movie a lot. I think if you put Spider-Man on something, I'll usually like it. <laughs> Just because I am... That's, like, the most capitalist thing about me, I feel like, is, like... You know, that's the only case where if you put my favorite brand on it, I'm like, well, I'll try to defend it, I guess. <laughs> a little bit. Spider-Man's good when he's on screen, and then everything else is kind of just meh or bad. <laughs> everything else is meh, but I kind of feel like I've been Stockholmed into liking all of it because i've seen it a lot seen it a lot watching this again a couple days ago i realized i've seen this movie more than anyone probably ever should have uh no one wants to watch this movie other than you apparently i get well this was meant to be seen once and then said well that was fun i like when he kicked the lizard and then you never think about it i like when stan lee was on screen for five seconds yeah then you watch that in a compilation on youtube five years later and it's like yeah amazing spider-man was a movie that existed yeah that was yeah i remember it being being fun and then you never think about it ever again you put out your mind make the sequel everybody likes it initially and then starts complaining about it you see the scene and you're just like we should watch spider-man 2 (laughs) yeah yeah well you know i see any scene in any movie and i'm like i wish i was watching (laughs) spider-man 2 instead but i i don't think that this is a bad movie i think that as a film, I don't think it's bad. I think that it's probably a better made movie than Spider-Man 3, even though I prefer Spider-Man 3. I think just watching this kind of out of context, if you're not super into the comics and all that stuff, and you're not as mad about the characterization of Peter Parker and, and all that stuff that we'll we'll get into. I feel like this might be a longer episode. I have a, a lot to say, <laughs> I think. Uh, I have a lot of defending of yeah, this it's gonna movie be to do. Yeah, it's going to be defending your opinions. I mean. Yeah, it's going to be me initially defending things and be like, yeah, you're right, it's pretty, that's <laughs> not great. I feel like, sometimes I feel like I'm verging towards Kevin Smith territory where I'm just like, I love everything! 
I don't. I do a lot of complaining, but <laughs> I, I always, at the start, I always feel like I'm, like, really positive, and then I get brought down by the end. I mean, I honestly, I feel like you're a lot more positive about these movies than I am. <laughs> Probably. But also, I've just, I've made myself watch all of them so many times that I've... That's why you like them. I force <laughs> myself into it. Like, I don't think there's a... There's not that many of these movies I haven't seen at least, like, five times, which is weird. But, you know, they're easy to put on the background once you've seen it enough times, because you don't have to pay that much attention, I guess. But The director of this is only the director, and everybody in the world has talked about this, because this movie's eight years old. Including him, I hope. I hope he realizes I hope this is so. the only reason he got the job. <laughs> I hope so, yeah. Well, the director's name is Mark Webb. Two Bs. Yeah, two Bs. Uh, no K, it's a C in the mark. Uh, so, <laughs> somebody fucked him in that department. <laughs> uh, anyway, he's making million dollar movies, who cares? So, that's the only reason, right? Surely that's the only reason he directed this, was because his name is a pun. Which is weird, because these movies are so faux gritty, even though they're pretty goofy. Yeah, it's like, it just feels weird with how, I guess, dark they try to make this movie. And then it's like, yes, yeah, so the director is... His name's Mark Webb. Yeah, his name's Mark Webb. It. <laughs> yeah, it feels like spiders. A, it feels like a yeah. They make webs. It feels like a joke. Like when the when it comes up, it directed by Mark Webb. It's like Deadpool credits. So yeah. like I was like, previously he did Five Hundred Days of Summer, which is just like a hipster romantic movie. It's pretty good though. It's the best of that I think because it started early. It's like that and Juno are the only real exceptions that I I like to that kind of genre. And that's a great movie. It's a it's a good romantic story. This has a great romance, it has some great central performances, and then they put some action in it, and, you know, some, sometimes it's it's good. This is... A, uh, <laughs> I'm starting to... Uh, <laughs> you know, okay, look, this is not perfect, though. Far from it. <laughs> it's very far from it. But... It does have its good qualities, well, but they're well, few and far between. <laughs> what do you like about it? Um, I, I do think that most of the action is pretty good. Uh, there's a couple scenes where it feels like it's a little off. I do like some of the performances. I think most of them do a pretty good job. I like all of the Spider-Man stuff. All the swinging and all the Spider-Man scenes look really nice. But I think that's, like, it. I feel like we can dive right into all this stuff just because we don't need to recap the story. This movie didn't yeah. need to recap the story. That's one of the, it's just probably another the, origin movie. It's yeah. one of the smartest things that the MCU did. Probably was like we're just gonna cut out all that Spider-Man origin stuff. There was what <laughs> like five movies before MCU Spider-Man. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, you know, the MCU is pretty much mostly made of origin stories, but whatever, at least they didn't, they didn't do Spider-Man because, again, a two-year gap, that's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> and they get younger every time, which is weird, like, everybody in the cast gets younger, Yeah, down to Captain Stacy, because <laughs> he's like an old, he's the farmer from Babe in Spider-Man 3, uh, uh, fuck, I can't remember the actor's name, but then he's Dennis Leary in this. Dennis Leary, had re- he hadn't been in movies in like 10 years, he retired, I think he was doing animation like voiceovers and stuff and then he and came, came back, back for the amazing spider-man yeah they got him back they got Did he retire again after dennis leary ah uh, he's in amazing spider-man 2 as a ghost <laughs> okay <laughs> uh, yeah that movie is <laughs> comparatively this one's very reserved uh <laughs> only compared to that that's still kind of 
really clustered, and there's way too many things happening. Andrew Garfield, he's still, like, 29 uh, in this movie. Like, he's still old, but he looks younger than Tobey Maguire. I mean, he still looks a little too old to be in high school. Oh, yeah. (laughs) One of the weird things in this movie is, like, and this is something that Fant Forstick actually does, is, like, there's scenes in the high school when all the high schoolers are adults but then there's like actual high schoolers in the school like there's that kid very early on when like flash is shoving his face into his lunch or whatever yeah that's like a small child (laughs) (laughs) that baffles me why there's a bunch of 30 year old cw teens at the fucking midtown science high school or whatever and then there's just suddenly like a actual kid <laughs> like i uh, why yeah, what just imagine like shooting that scene getting your face dunked yeah by like a 30 year old man when you're like 13 well you know peter's got to stand up to his bullies franny even though flash isn't really that much of a bully. he's a bully like twice and then eventually yeah, he's, he's like, like just a normal guy if anything i feel like peter is like sometimes worse peter in this has issues. I love a Andrew lot Garfield. Of <laughs> I was actually talking to uh if I can do this plug real quick, not for us, right? I'm not I'm not selfish like that. But uh Okay, sure. So, so you know Socratic cinema. I, you're aware I, of them, right? I am aware of them. I was having a talk with and that's a great podcast, I'll leave the link to that everyone should listen to it. But I was having a conversation recently, an in person conversation for you. I talked to people back when you were allowed to talk to people. Yeah. I was out there, you know, in the in the fields of <laughs> High school, <laughs> actual high school, worse than all thirty-year-old men in the <laughs> trenches. Yeah, yeah, in the, <laughs> yeah, all the lockers and whatever. Anyway, I was talking to uh to James from that podcast, and we were talking about how like he asked who my favorite Spider-Man was. I always tell people it's Andrew Garfield, and usually get a lot of shit for that. He commended me for that just because it's like I think that Andrew Garfield, he his Peter Parker might not be perfect, but I think he it's pretty good. Other than one of the worst scenes that they could put in any movie when he's just skating, listening to fucking Sum 41 or whatever it is. I don't know. That's not a 2012 band. That's a 2012 era band, Franny. You think I know? Probably. I don't know. Probably better than I do. I, I'm not out in touch, I don't think. But yeah, no, we were talking about how, how this movie, and maybe we were just saying it compared to the second one, but I think it is a little underrated just because people kind of were like, uh, whatever. Yeah, it's like a seventy percent on Rotten Tomatoes, which is exactly where it should be. Like that's probably almost better than it should be, but I don't know. It's a little better than it should be. Yeah, I pr- I probably agree with that this is a solid. It's like a sixty. Six out of ten. <laughs> yeah, six yeah. out of ten movie. Andrew Garfield does do a good job as Spider Man in suit. He's the best Spider Man. Yeah, by like, that's what I mean a lot. Even though I think. The accent that he puts on in random scenes is kind of weird. <laughs> what accent? He puts on like a like a really thick like New Yorker accent that he doesn't do as like Peter Parker. Oh, I, I mean, I see that as like a joke. I think that he's I mean, making could, fun of. It could be where he goes but... like, "I'm walking the." Uh, that's a that well, is no, a... that's on purpose. Yeah. But there's some scenes where he's just like talking normally, but he has an accent on wow, that he doesn't use the rest of the movie. <laughs> I've never noticed. I've yeah, never I don't. Noticed. I just thought that was really random but I'll other than to, that I'll try to find a clip of that usually because there is one other time where you like mentioned a voice thing was different and i never noticed it was like we were talking about heimdall and i was like frank's fucking wrong when i was editing that and i found it i was like god damn it right. <laughs> which i was glad yeah, I, I noticed like really small like weird things about people's voices i yeah, guess no i um, don't but other than that random accent thing i think andrew garfield is probably the best spider-man i think so 
uh, he he doesn't run around without his mask <laughs> for like all of the movie, like Tom Holland does, and he's not. And he's making the perfect amount of Spider-Man quips, and they're good quips, unlike Tobey Maguire. He has the perfect level. The suit is not good. I hate the texture of the suit. It they, like, looks wet. No, okay. My problem is when they they do like a like a close up shot of like the back of his head at one point. Oh yeah, when he's on the ground with the SWAT. It literally team or looks like he's wearing a basketball on his head. Yeah, I've heard that exact thing. I hate thing the texture before. so much. No, it's it's honestly like unsettling for yeah. some reason, which <laughs> It's like the suit has pores. <laughs> but there's so much about him that's unsettling. Like and yeah, you can like see the sweat on the outside of the suit, <laughs> which is really disturbing. <laughs> I uh, thought... I get that it's skin tight, but Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah, I know. It literally is skin. <laughs> like, he looks like a monster. <laughs> but uh, I still want it in Spider-Man PS4. They need to put the Amazing Spider-Man suit games, or suits in that game for any. I really They'll wish do they it. Would. They'll do it in, in two. Yeah, I want it one. I want to put... Is it too late, do you think, to put anything back into one? Do you, Probably. People still play it, though, because the Amazing Spider-Man 2 suit. You can say whatever you want about that movie. That has the best on-screen Spider-Man costume, surely, right? So, uh, I, sh- I guess I should just, while you're looking that up, I'll just do technical stuff. Uh, budget, $230 million. It made $757.9 million. We're starting to get into all, like, where every superhero movie makes a billion dollars. <laughs> this is, like, the era where that starts happening. I don't know if it's just an inflation thing, but that kind of becomes the standard. Like, if you don't make a billion dollars in Hollywood now, it's almost considered a failure, yeah. which is ridiculous, but... The swing in this is good, too, and there is a lot more practical stuff in this than I think pretty much in any Spider-Man movie. Like, I was watching a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff. There's a lot of Andrew Garfield actually doing things, like, you know that bit in the subway? He's doing all of that. Really? Yeah, it looks like it's all stunt people there. I think there's there's a cameo in there from somebody who's, like, an extra in the original Spider-Man movie. I can't remember... I think it's someone from the bridge or whatever when they're they're like, hey, 9-11, fuck you, Green Goblin, or whatever. <laughs> uh, something like that. Oh, and, and now we get to have a Richard Parker, actually. This okay. film, the marketing campaign for this movie, it was all, not all of it, because, you know, you gotta put normal Spider-Man stuff, but the first trailer was pretty much all about Peter Parker's parents. Like, it was like, oh, it's the story, I think the tagline was something like, oh, it's the story that you've never been told before about Spider-Man. <laughs> That's that's probably too long. Yeah, the story about Spider-Man that isn't about Spider-Man. Yeah, the story that's about Spider-Man's dad, which we get a lot more of in the sequel, even though no one fucking yeah, wants I, that. Yeah, I thought it wasn't that bad in this. but It's not that bad in this, but also it can also be seen as false advertising since they were like, this, you're going to find out all about Peter Parker's past. And you, you don't. don't. <laughs> you don't at any point, really. He looks at a briefcase and finds Kurt Connors, which is the only reason it's in the movie is to one segue into Kirk Connors yeah introduce that character and also to be like we're different from the Raimi movie we added (laughs) Peter's dad no one cares about Peter Parker's Peter Parker's parents only exist in canon so he can live with Uncle Ben like that is the only reason no in the comics they're like undercover shield agents or whatever and they were in prison in Moscow for like 40 years and then they come back and they're clones or something and Peter is like oh I love my parents but what do I do and nobody fucking cares about (laughs) Richard Parker including him probably (laughs) no I don't why would you they're like they're essentially just not his parents (laughs) no I mean, they're definitely not. It was crazy. They left him when he was like six, and he was playing 
hide and seek with his dad, and then he just left, and nobody <laughs> ever heard from him again. And then we find out the opening scene of the next movie is literally like a born identity thing where they're in a plane and he gets strangled to death with a seatbelt or whatever. Do you remember that? Uh, I, I don't, yeah. but that kind of sounds familiar. Yeah, no, that's, you know what? I feel like if I described any plot point in Amazing Spider-Man 2 to pretty much anyone, they'd say, I don't remember that, but it kind of sounds familiar because that's that movie. It's, that it's just a movie. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. It's, <laughs> I can't yeah. believe this is more of a movie than Amazing Spider-Man 2. This is so much better, but I think Amazing Spider-Man 2 is definitely more fun because it's just <laughs> it's, just, it's just insane. Balls to the wall that whole time. Yeah, anyway, the thing about Richard Parker talking about practical effects, this is all just so long-winded and uh but are you familiar with the film Life of Pi? Have you seen it? I haven't seen it, but I'm it? very aware of it, yeah, as I think everyone is. Boy on a boat with a tiger. Yeah. The tiger's name that came out the same year as this, directed by Eric Bana, who directed a. <laughs> no, it's not directed by Eric Bana. It's directed by. <laughs> it's, directed... it's directed by Ang Lee. Is what I was there we go. Who directed the <laughs> Eric Bana Hulk movie? That's what I meant. I mean, yeah, Eric Bana's directorial debut. Anyway, came out the same year. The tiger's name in Life of Pi, for some indisputable fucking reason, is Richard Parker. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. In in <laughs> Life of Pi, which came out the same year, it came out in 2012, <laughs> I think the summer of 2012, there's another movie in the theater that made a fuck ton of money also, because I don't know why. I don't know why it's, that was it's such It's because a of Richard Parker. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. But that tiger's name is Richard Parker. The guy in this, the guy that the lizard hunts down on the bridge who's like oh i'm cutting your funding or whatever he is in life of pi and he is like the older version of pi he's like telling the story of his life to all the kids in the village or whatever why does this movie have so many connections to life of pi that that's that blows my mind that's such a weird coincidence that i feel like it's not even a coincidence anymore (laughs) i think it's based on a book Life of Pi. I think yeah. so. I think the Richard Parker thing is already a thing, but I know that that guy says Richard Parker in both movies because <laughs> I read that part on the because I knew all this, but then I read on the IMDb trivia like he says it in both movies. It's just like that's an extra detail that I kind of did want because <laughs> that's so fucking weird. Why is the tiger named Richard Parker though? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't even think I finished that movie when I watched it. I think I saw 20 minutes. That, it sounds like such a nothing movie. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I think it's like a visual. One of those art movies. Uh, no, not even art. I think it's just like visually impressive or, or something. Which, you I know, mean, the entire movie's on like a, a canoe. So I'm not yeah, sure it's how on a it canoe. <laughs> <laughs> I'll teach you how to build a canoe. <laughs> the guy who the lizard's hunting down, you know when he's on the bridge, which is an amazing scene? That's like a proper amazing scene when oh, amazing he gives the kid the mask and he's like climb like that is a spider-man yeah. moment like that is an that, absolutely that is beautiful, probably the best part of the movie perfectly crafted moment that guy when the car is like shaking around they just put that guy on like a really high platform in a car and shook it around with a camera and you can see the behind the scenes <laughs> footage it is fucking crazy but that's what i mean about the practicality of stuff like there's a lot of great wire work that looks incredible and and just Andrew Garfield is just doing so much, and I'm really impressed. And that's another reason why he's my favorite on-screen Spider-Man, I think. That's why it's such a shame this movie kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it sucks. You can think that, and I'm for not going to stop For the most part, that. it kind of sucks. Sure, I don't think so. There's some, I think there's some good parts, but most of it is kind of... a lot eh. of good parts. Well, 
it's like passable. What are your big problems with it? Other than the design of the lizard and how awful he looks. I hate the lizard so it takes Why does it down he have teeth. It takes it down so many levels for Why me. Why does he have human teeth? I don't know. This is the same because they have to ground it in. Sonic. They have to ground it in reality. That's what they're trying I to don't do. Care? I know nobody fucking cares. Also, the lizard has never looked like a lizard. He looks like a crocodile. He yeah. looks, he's a crocodile in a lab coat. That's not hard. Except he wears a lab coat for like five seconds in this movie and then he rips it off. <laughs> yeah, and I don't want, that's like a reference to the comics. Hey, look at the little comic fan. <laughs> it's not a comic. You're not doing it. Everybody knows that he wears It's like the one thing about him is that he's a fucking crocodile I also coat. feel like the voice kind of doesn't fit the CG. Like, oh yeah, I, he's got like a weird, like he, he's like Cobra Commander. Like he yeah, like, the I P's feel, are weird. I feel like the the actor I don't know. Reese Ephons. Yeah, I feel like he's fine as Kurt Connors. He's like good I, as Kurt I actually Connors. like him. He's genuinely like empathetic, and but then he turns into the lizard, and I don't like his voice with the CG. We were gonna change the lives of millions. Poor Peter Parker. It's not his <laughs> voice. I don't think. I, it, I'm. I, I'm sure they got like fucking Frank Welker or something like a seasoned voice actor in for it because he's maybe it does not at all sound like him or they just put heavy filters on that's it, what i was thinking it was but it might not even i don't even him. think it's that because it doesn't sound remotely like anything he's ever said like either way just, i i don't like i don't like anything about it other than the the fight scene in the school i feel like good, that looks really good but he like, looks he still looks awful yeah that's okay. a great action sequence if you don't if you don't look at his face, which most of the time in that scene, I don't think it's like focused on his face. Yeah, and I try. It looks I great. always look away. Yeah, whenever they show it, I just I cover my like, eyes. Literally everything except for it. the weird, like uncanny valley face is completely fine. It's completely fine. He's naked all the time. Yeah, that that's that's, that's a little weird. That's a little but... weird, but you know whatever gets you there. Pretty much every action set piece, other than the skateboarding scene, which is like one of the worst scenes yeah, in any comic book movie. Why did you put it? Like, it's a great. Technically, it's a great scene in anything else, but why is Peter Parker a skater punk? I mean, there's worse characterizations of him. Yeah, but I think that's just a problem, like with this entire movie. Yeah, is just this isn't Peter Parker. This is just a weird skater punk that also got bitten by a spider. <laughs> I think he is, to his credit, he is more socially awkward than Tobey Maguire. Like he's more believably socially awkward. Like when you're socially awkward, you're not like Tobey Maguire, who's just like. <laughs> I, love, you know, I love him but he's like he's great in those movies you know like there's a weird kind of he's got like a boyish thing going on where he's just yeah there's something kind of off about him and kind of creepy and there's something kind of creepy about andrew garfield for sure i think it might be because toby mcguire is just like he looks so old yeah so then it's just like sure. it's just kind of like weird and creepy in this i it's definitely like uncomfortable watching him interact with other people <laughs> yeah yeah well and i think i mean i think because him and emma stone i think yeah they met on this movie and then they started dating in real life and then which they is, stopped like they stopped really quick i think <laughs> I, I think they were like, a couple years i think it, it lasted a little it bit longer last that long. okay. like, it was a couple years but it was like two or three and then it was over <laughs> sure i think they at least made it to the next movie <laughs> which Maybe. is yeah and i mean i think that the two of them together is the best part of this movie. Easily. I think they're yeah. fucking great. And I think that Emma Stone as Gwen Stacy is perfect casting. And she is incredible. Yeah. Like, she is on a different level than everyone else in this movie. Yeah, you, while you were watching it, you text, I don't remember what you said. She's like, 
on a another <laughs> plane a of higher existence plane or something. Of existence. Yeah, <laughs> comparatively, I mean, I think that she is like when people talk about perfect comic book casting, she gets overlooked every time. Like people say, yeah, but... Robert Downey Jr., J.K. Simmons. Nobody thinks about Emma Stone as Gwen Stacy, but she kind of makes this movie better. Like she adds a star to this yeah. movie almost. I think just because she you definitely know, adds like a point or two. <laughs> I mean, I guess she she was a big actor at this one. I mean, yeah, I guess she was. I was gonna say she wasn't, but she was in Zombie Land and The Help and and all this stuff. She was like on her way up. She was on her way up. So I think this was definitely a big step to getting her there. And then. You know, obviously now it's like La La Land and the favorite, and she's she's had an amazing career before and since, and she should have because she's an incredible actress. It's it's great. <laughs> like I I just love watching good people be good at their jobs, which <laughs> isn't always. I, which I like is rare apparently. Apparently, sometimes <laughs> you know you know we watch a lot of weird stuff where people people aren't always giving their all like when you're talking about, like spirit of vengeance or whatever yeah. it's like no, no one wants to be here except idris elba <laughs> which is who had way too much fun on that movie i think he was wasted most of it which just like his character yeah I, well i think yeah i think all that's real <laughs> you know method acting i did all this cocaine for this movie when i'm playing pablo escobar um <laughs> yeah said, oh my castmates dead animals ah uh, yeah getting the character condoms and Use condom. He's great. He's great. rats. Yeah, I don't think it was. I think it was alive. I think it was a live rat. Yeah, probably. I think he did send him a pig carcass though, as a group. Like they were all at a table, and he's like, "This is from the Joker." <laughs> okay. Yeah. Fucking dead pig. I killed it myself. Yeah, the Joker. I slit its throat. <laughs> That's what Joker's all. You don't remember all the times Batman in the animated series when he went down to the slaughterhouse, through pig carcass, skinning at pigs. Yeah. Actually, I think you can do that in Justice, can't you? Can't yeah, you isn't can. there like a literal a thing? Yeah. I guess he took it from from lore. Then <laughs> he's great. I take back everything I've ever said about him. He's the best Joker. He's the best Joker. I like Dennis Leary a lot, just in general. He's in The Ref, which is one of the best Christmas movies, despite starring Kevin Spacey. But it's from <laughs> 1994. I mean, you can't. <laughs> we we didn't know. Uh, Separate he... the art from the artist game. Yeah, <laughs> no, I do. I do. I watch that every Christmas. Uh. But I just love Dennis Leary's rants and just how how angry. Like he's always unhinged in movies. I think he's absolutely phenomenal. Like he's in he's in so many things. Like I don't even want to list them. But like you know, like Demolition Man and even like Small Soldiers. Like, like he makes that movie better, even though he's not really in it that much. I think he definitely shines. Like at the the dinner scene, he's an amateur who's assaulting civilians in the dead of night. He's clumsy. He leaves clues, but still dangerous. Where him and Peter are just arguing back and forth about yeah, Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, I think that that's. I think his death is actually pretty touching, even though you know it's like it's like ruined it's because ruined. because Peter Parker's like, a bad person. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he fucks it up. He's immediately he's like literally the day those, after. Those are the best guy. <laughs> yeah, he went full Batman. Aunt May is like, you're a good person, Peter. This entire movie, he's been like a total dick to everyone he knows, and then breaks up of the last promise of a of dying man, of a dying like man. literally right after. Who? <laughs> like Peter isn't a, a like a bad person necessarily. He's not a great person either. <laughs> I think I think the whole dilemma with Peter Parker is that he has a lot of good in him. He has that. He's just having a tough time with balancing the responsibility with the power because it's an origin movie he doesn't have to be perfect yet and then by the sequel you know he's improved and he is like comic spider-man i think in this i think there's room for him to you know he still saved the city 
Yeah. And still, all those people were lizard cops, <laughs> which is so funny. Imagine being in that universe and you were like, hey, honey, remember remember when I was a lizard person for five minutes? That was fucking <laughs> yeah, weird. Remember when I breathed in gas and became <laughs> grew scales? <laughs> yeah, and this movie is topical for Annie. It's a citywide virus. There was a quarantine. Oh, my God. It is a topical film. Like, anytime, anytime they say that, I'm just like, uh, <laughs> it's very funny. <laughs> like, because it's just like, everybody get inside. Yeah, somebody was playing Spider-Man PS4, and there's, like, the section yeah, where yeah, there's, where like, the a quarantine, gets, and they're, like, yeah. perfect timing. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I know. It's like, I don't know why... New York always has to be shut down in Spider-Man media. Because but. everything happens in... Or it's just in general, because everything to, happens in New York. You need to clear civilians off the streets so Spider-Man can destroy as much as possible. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what he's all about. He's the Hulk, I guess. Yeah. Just ultimate destruction. But, uh, yeah, I feel like that line in this movie specifically, the day before, he was like, yeah, I can't <laughs> talk to you anymore. And then he goes to school and he's like, yeah, we're talking again. <laughs> Which is, I mean, that scene is also incredible. Before, when she is like, hey, my dad fucking died. Yeah, and you I'm weren't there. <laughs> pretty confident that it's your fault. <laughs> but you didn't show up. Fucking Flash was there and you weren't. <laughs> yeah, I know. Imagine if Flash was there and you weren't. Like, imagine yeah. if you were in that situation and you're like, oh, fucking Flash. Which, I mean, up. okay, in this universe, Flash isn't that bad. He's so, not that bad. I, I like mean, him a lot. Yeah, I mean, he had sympathy for, for Peter when Uncle Ben died. That's a really so, like, good moment. I yeah. Think. I think that Uncle Ben's death feels more impactful. And they're probably it's probably about the same. I think it is really well handled in this. It is kind of like, we gotta watch this fucking guy die again, really. <laughs> but I think afterwards, it's better. I, th- I like that Peter kind of goes like actually crazy and it's like he's just searching for yeah, criminals specifically that guy brutalized in the <laughs> night there's no question that it's like it was the sandman <laughs> no, unless that was flint marco we'll never know but his name's like david carradine <laughs> which is the actor who plays bill and kill bill <laughs> which is like, what? it's not a not known i don't know why he did that it's a known actor it's a, yeah and he died like three years prior to this movie coming out what a are you doing to him I've never been nice. I know we haven't spoken. I don't look in Superman. Come, Superman. And the last time we spoke was a perfect pleasure image of life. Superman wakes up good morning to get over being mad at me. His alter ego. And start becoming afraid of Because she is coming. And she's coming to kill me. You look ready. You're not a bad person. And it's hard at the end of the day. Maybe it isn't David Carradine. I know the last name's Carradine, but... And also, that's never resolved at any point. Not that everything yeah, has no, to be, it, it, They just kind of let go of it. They just... They just and then it, it, it's not important, It's but not mentioned in Amazing Spider-Man 2, is it? Never brought up again. Yeah, okay. Never and I mean, brought up again. that's fine. It's like, not a big deal, but... There it, are bigger things to deal with. As, as Peter Parker <laughs> said in Spider-Man 2... There's bigger things happening here than me and you. And he's building a machine again. <laughs> Remember? Is that Andrew Garfield? No, that's Tobey Maguire. That's what he uh, says to Harry Osborn when he unmasks him. You don't even remember? And he's on that couch. And he's like, he breaks out of the barbed wire. And he's like, oh, yeah. there's bigger things happening than me and you, Harry. Tell me where MJ is. And then somehow Harry oh, knew, I guess. So he's in the middle of the ocean because the next scene, he just swings in. It's like, what? You're t- 
Tobey Maguire impression is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> There's bigger things happening here. Me and you. I don't even know what that voice is. Um, <laughs> Tobey Maguire. You're my girlfriend. I love you. I don't want to push you away. <laughs> Look. He takes out the ring. <laughs> She's like, there's someone else. That's why Kristen does. Uh, I am. I think that you should dub over the entire movie just uh, by yourself. It's uh, <laughs> so fucking scary. I've okay. I actually have. All had right, Willem Dafoe, like, go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hold on, hold on. What the fuck was that? Willem Dafoe, the heart Osborne. First, we attack his heart. And then I want to hear my my uh, Norman Osborn when he's been impaled. Oh! <laughs> uh, anyway, I remember someone telling me it was their dream to live in a chocolate house. <laughs> Some bad comedy. I don't know why they put that in there. It's fine, I guess. I'm having I'm having cramps. Girl things. <laughs> Girl things, Dad. And he's just like, please stop. <laughs> I don't I don't understand. I am man. I am man. I do not know. What are the women's? <laughs> yeah, it's uh it's good though. Uh, <laughs> and then I guess that transfers we can talk about uh Sally Field as Aunt May. When we're talking about people getting progressively younger, we had I think Rosemary Harris was two thousand years old when she <laughs> started out as Aunt May. <laughs> I mean in she the could first be Spider Man. Pretty much. She's still alive. Are you serious? She's still alive. How she, old is she? I don't know. She was like ancient I'm when curious, those movies yeah. came out. I really hope she's I mean I'm I glad just, she is, but I hope nothing how? bad happens to her this week. <laughs> and then I'm like, well I The day it. this goes up it's gonna be like, Yeah, she died. <laughs> yeah, and what if it happens before I get this up? And then I'm gonna have to find this and cut it up. Sally Field, good actress, Oscar winning actress. I mean, you know, twenty years before this. But she is she's really great in this. I think that she's she's good she's like very understated and kind of serious about everything, but she's ninety two. Ninety-two. Oh wow, that's wow. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So she was only in her like seventies in those movies. What the fuck? Yeah, honestly, I expected her to be like a couple years older. Like, <laughs> I wanted her to be at least three hundred and five. Yeah, honestly, yeah, that's that's impressive. Yeah, yeah. good on her. Yeah, Ruby Rex. <laughs> what? Scooby Snacks. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Are you fucking uncultured, Franny? I just had no clue what the fuck you said. Reggie? <laughs> do yours. I'm not do doing your... that. Franny, please. Please. I know it's that. against type for you. I am not doing that. Please, Franny. I'm Just no. once. Just go, Reggie? <laughs> I'm not you doing You know that. you want to give it a shot. I really don't. Off air, will you do it, Franny? I genuinely don't. No. <laughs> Reggie? Oh, that was him. Franny, what a great impression. <laughs> why? Why? Oh, Peter Parker, why would you fucking have your name on your Spider-Man camera? You, I know you're not financially it super stable. It doesn't even matter if it's his Spider-Man camera or not. Why would you leave your name on a camera that you're leaving in the sewers yeah. when you know that there is an intelligent creature down there? It can come after you. It's not like he couldn't have checked and just, like, taken off the sticker or, like, scribbled it out or done something. Anything. Literally anything, Franny. Fucking cover it in webs or something. Cover it in webs. <laughs> you, do something. You should be Spider-Man, Franny. I should. <laughs> Your solution, cover everything in webs. Right. Solution to every problem? Cover it in webs. This has 
She's taking the kids, cover her in webs. <laughs> All the crabs <laughs> dancing on the beach or whatever. <laughs> Is that still a thing? I don't know. Oh, crab rave? Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. she took the kids. Yeah. <laughs> um, kids can't leave if they're covered in webs. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Brandy's going through a messy divorce right now. <laughs> um, yeah, but That's why I haven't been on social media. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this whole time. The entire the year. Oh, we passed a year, by the way. Yeah, uh, it's been a year. <laughs> yeah, we started with Spider-Man. We're talking about Spider-Man again. Thanks for everybody that's been listening for a year. Thanks, guys. We appreciate it. Keep listening, please. What do you think about, about Sally Field's Aunt May, though? She's pretty good. Yeah, I like her. I still feel like I like Rosemary Harris's on May more. That might just be because from the Sam Raimi Spider-Man. No, she will always be. She is like the spinning image of that character. I think she's perfect. The one in this is good, but it's just she's like too young. I mean... It's the same... I feel like it's the same problem that I have with the the MCU on May. She's way too young. I mean, like, I think Sally Field is still like probably like 50s or 60s when she's doing this. Marissa Tomei is like forty, yeah, and she looks like she's thirty-five. Like she, I mean, you know, it's been debated, and Aunt May doesn't have to be like Rosemary Harris. Like you know, she doesn't have to be like a doddering old lady well, yeah, or whatever. But... but there's different portrayals of everything. But I think I think Sally Field is is definitely more appropriate than because everybody gets younger with every incarnation. Like even to down to Aunt May, like she she's I think Cliff Robertson is about as old as Martin Sheen in this movie as Uncle Ben. I think they're probably about the same age, but Sally Field is significantly younger than um, than Rosemary Harris, I think. And and, um, and then Uncle Ben in the MCU is so young that he doesn't even exist. <laughs> That's a good joke. He's so young that he's Tony Stark. That's how young he is. Oh dear. Oh, oh. Uh, I like Martin Sheen enough in this. It's not his fault that he has one of the worst scenes in the movie that isn't the skateboarding scene. The amount of precaution in rewrite that you have to take to not say the words with great power comes great responsibility is fucking embarrassing. You're a lot like your father. You really are, Peter, and that's a good thing. But your father lived by a philosophy, a principle, really. He believed that that if you could do good things for other people, you had a moral obligation to do those things. That's what's at stake here. Not choice. Responsibility. That just speech say it. is awful. Literally, just say it. Your father had a set of ideals, and he followed those ideals, and that's what's important here. Not choice. Responsibility. So like everyone knows the line. Just say the fucking yeah, line. We we all know what it is. And I mean, you know, technically, Franny, the line in the comic book isn't with great power comes great responsibility. It's with great power there must also come great responsibility. Then just use that. <laughs> or just, yeah, just use that. Or just fucking use the movie version that everyone quotes anyway. Just say anything that doesn't take five minutes to get through. It feels like forever. <laughs> takes so long and i hate it <laughs> we talked a lot in the raimi movies back when we were covering those which feels like a long time ago it really wasn't that long ago it though. wasn't at all we only talked about spider-man 3 in january or, or i think so yeah i think it's the end of january yeah it was either january or february yeah so it wasn't long ago but i feel like life is so crazy right now <laughs> i can't yeah. don't keep track of time anymore time is a social construct anyway oh my god oh no (laughs) he's got his tinfoil hat on oh god it is firmly placed 
But then it's kind of saved a little bit by that voicemail at the end. I think that's a that's a good way of doing things. Although the, this movie and the next movie end exactly the same. Where in this he's like walking around looking at Spider-Man graffiti. Uh, and, and he's listening to a voicemail from Uncle Ben. Next movie it's that Gwen Stacy valedictorian speech. It's the same thing. But instead he's like at gravestones. And then Richard Parker in a deleted scene shows up. <laughs> <laughs> his dad shows up as have you seen that clip just... as a guy what <laughs> yeah i thought you said that he showed up in this movie as a ghost no no, no. dennis leary shows oh, up in, okay, okay, as yeah. a ghost peter's what? dad Why? shows up as a guy it's mostly the villain that lets it down like it's the villain it's some of the weird the worst part of peter parker's characterization in both of these movies in my opinion anyway he's a full-on stalker which is a weird choice. A little. I know you're trying to make him socially awkward, but he's taking pictures of, of girls and putting them on his computer. And that, that's also not helped by him literally going through her window every time. Yeah. Like, on its own, that's not necessarily weird, but just the because fact that he does so many other weird things, yeah. it just makes it worse. <laughs> yeah, and I kind of like the, like, whenever they're being awkward, because they're both kind of nerds, you know? It's 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 nice. See, I mean, they but... do both go to literally a science high school, so... They go, yeah, exactly. But why is Flash there? Yeah, that never made sense to me. Yeah, I don't know. I think, I don't know, I guess the MCU has done this a little bit, too, um, but the Raimi movies didn't even touch on it. I like that Flash, a person who's usually, like, very mean to Peter Parker, loves Spider-Man. I think that's such yeah. a great little, like... Like, nobody fucking really cares about Flash Thompson, but that's great. Like, if you're gonna... Spider-Man's a cool dude. <laughs> yeah, he's like, guy's crazy. Chicks dig him or whatever. So, alright, Flash, good for you. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird that Flash and Peter are, like, full-on friends at the end of this movie, but I guess that's okay. Okay, let's read some listener stuff. Uh, Luke Crossan says... This is... Oh, Franny. Franny... Are you ready to rip into this poor man who gave us his thoughts on the internet? He likes it, doesn't he? He says this is actually probably my favorite Spider-Man film. Don't hate me, please. I think it's underrated. I mean, you're allowed to have your opinions. Like... And it has pretty much the best Spider-Man. We can't not talk about the small knives scene. That's a fucking great scene. That is a perfect Spider-Man scene. Yeah. Absolutely perfect. It's like that and the, the scene with the cars. That's just fucking perfect. Pretty much They're... as Spider-Man as you can get. Okay, like... As we've been talking, there are good scenes in this movie. There's great scenes yeah. in this movie. When the scenes are good, they're great. But then the rest of the movie as a whole kind of falls apart a little bit. Peter Parker uses Bing. Nobody uses Bing. That's something that everyone makes fun of this movie for Even also. Bing don't use Bing. No. <laughs> I use Google like everyone else. I typed in, I was trying to find out uh, if Bing was owned by Sony. It's a Microsoft thing, but I, was, I wasn't sure because I... Sony loves their fucking product placement yeah. for anything in the world. All their TVs and phones. Yeah. It, even, like, Hotel Transylvania 2. Like, I know it's a specific movie, but it's just, that's such a weird one, where it's like, that stood out to me, that everyone, all the monsters use Sony products constantly. It's fucking baffling. I, I don't know. Um, but, uh, what were we just just talking about right now? Uh, the, there are good scenes in the movie, but most of the movie's yeah. bad. Oh, yeah, and Bing is what I meant. And then we're going to murder the person that said that this is a good movie. Oh, uh, well, we're also going to have to murder Caleb Barron, who says, I actually really like this one, A Guilty Pleasure, which is probably how I... It's probably more of a guilty pleasure for me. I, I mean... I think that's what it is. It's technically, like, you know, 
it's 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 impressive enough. There's great action sequences and swinging, and there's it's got a solid romance and it's got great lead performances. It's a movie. There are it's reasons a, to like it. Good movie. Just not yeah. a lot. <laughs> yeah, I I I don't know. I'm a big defender of this one, obviously, even though I definitely I <laughs> understand that it's like. Not it great. <laughs> yeah, it's probably not great. But and Travis Bow says, "I love this movie. The score is brilliant." Which it is. That theme is so good. I know. I don't know All why the no music one is so good. No one talks about. It. I think it's James Horner. Travis also says that Spider-Man getting wounded by the police and not giving up to go save the day is one of my favorite heroic scenes in a comic book movie. I do love when he gets kind of... He's in police custody. The only reason he got out of that was because he knew the right guy. <laughs> like, if he didn't know yeah, Captain literally. Stacy, he'd be in big fucking trouble. But I still think that's great. It's pretty fucking cheesy that <laughs> they moved the cranes so he yeah. can swing. I think that's fine. I feel like that's like this movie's version of the the scene of all the New Yorkers throwing the the things at Green Goblin. Yeah, it's just it's just, it's just that scene in this. <laughs> no, it really is. Yeah, it's just like you know, sticking. You mess with one of us. You mess. Uh, Spider Man gets pretty fucked up in this. He really does. He literally gets shot. <laughs> he's instantly fine most of the time. Yeah, he gets scratched by the lizard. Like really, d- that's a pretty graphic thing to show a child. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then you know he's fine. Okay, he gets shot. Next day, Gwen comes over. He's fine. He's not in like a hospital. I mean, Spider Man does have a, a healing factor, yeah. so I mean, but it's not like Wolverine. Yeah, like, but even, I mean, even old school Wolverine, like if he got shot, he'd take a few days off or whatever. I mean, Spider Man, he's just kind of his face is getting brutalized every night, and then when he's in high school, he's fine. He usually looks totally fine. I mean, not necessarily. But the night there was the one scene where he still had like a black eye that's and like true. bruises. But don't you remember when he goes to dinner at Gwen's? Like that's after all that stuff. Yeah, and that's when he's like fine. Healed, and that it's like <laughs> I don't know if it's earlier that day or because I don't remember when she invites him to dinner. But at some point she's like, "Hey, come over tonight." Which also that's an intimidating first date. Like yeah. <laughs> that. That like I'm just like. That's a <laughs> that's a big first step, but okay. I think, I think that's the same scene with his black eye. There could be like some like covered it up or something, like with makeup or something. Like I'm sure it's it yeah. It makes sense for him to be able to hide it like I don't think decently they, enough. I don't think they thought about it. Probably I not. I think that's us yeah, supposed to be. It's like, just like you have to assume something. Sure. Yeah. And Which also is... the time in this is a a little vague. Yeah. So like a couple of days could go by between like events in the movie that so then he could have healed yeah because you know he needs enough time to to build web shooters which is i like that too i like that he actually builds yeah them. i like how kind of creepy all of his spider stuff is because you know it's like like he's like sitting on the roof or whatever and he pulls the web out from the back of his neck like it's pretty gross he's eating all the food like i i feel like he's actually unwell <laughs> unlike toby mcguire who falls asleep and then he has some weird cg dreams about dna particles and then he wakes back up and he's got abs yeah, <laughs> like, no, instead andrew garfield is literally like sweating like gallons of water <laughs> yeah like he's actually dis- maybe that's why his suit is so weird <laughs> maybe he's just sweat. yeah he's just sweating like profusely <laughs> yeah yeah well i think that I wish, like, I just, I really wish that Andrew Garfield was in better movies so people would appreciate him more because I feel like he really doesn't get that much respect just because, I don't know, I don't know why I'm Rodney Dangerfield now. I don't get no respect, but he really doesn't. I mean, 
because he's just he's in kind of the the most forgettable. Of yeah, movies. It, it's tough to get respect when nobody likes your movies, I guess. Yeah, but I don't think <laughs> who would have guessed. I think he's incredibly likable, and I think he yeah. seems like a great guy in real life too. Like, there's a if you watch interviews with him now, there's like a fucking. And I'll leave a link to this. It's an amazing one where he's talking to Amy Adams. It's only from like like maybe a year or two ago, and they're just talking to each other about how like. Amy Adams was in, like, Man of Steel and whatever, and he was in Spider-Man. They're talking about, like, the pressure of being in superhero movies and stuff and how that changes everything because they're not in those movies anymore. So it's, like, I find that incredibly kind of insightful into what he's all about. Oh, and I also want to mention, post credit scene. You oh, it? yeah. Yeah, I did. It's fucking nothing. Yeah. That guy shows up in the second one, and it's, like, he's Mr. Fierce. He's from... Like a like a Spider Man novelization from the nineties or something. Cool. Um, nobody <laughs> fucking knows. I remember like speculating before seeing the second one in the theater. I remember like being like, oh, because I went with my friend and we were both big into it, and we were like, oh, who do you think it's gonna be? Is it gonna be Norman Osborn? That's what I thought it was. Yeah, no, it's just some guy. And Norman Osborn shows up in the second one. He's a gross goblin man, and he's like, Harry, you have a virus. It's the Osborn curse. That's what he says, and he dies. <laughs> and it's not Willem Dafoe, so it's bad. <laughs> it's not. It's fucking uh, Chris Cooper, who's like the villain in the 2011 Muppet movie. <laughs> you remember him? <laughs> Tex Richmond. He's Tex Richmond. Oh, yeah! Everybody listen. Here we go now. Just how great it is to be here. Oh, it's great to be me. So anyway, Brian, last names I can't pronounce, probably German, says, I hate that the lizard isn't wearing his lab coat. Spot on. I actually dig the weird human-lizard hybrid design and I like Ree's performance. What was that? <laughs> it was me having a spasm over somebody liking that. No, you can like that. <laughs> you can like that. That's fine. As long as you don't like the costume. <laughs> That's okay. No, you can like that too. The, I like the, the lenses. They're a little different. Yeah. That they're just Oakleys or whatever. Like, okay, the thing about the lizard is it's supposed to be creepy, I think. So it makes sense that it like looks unsettling and like gross. But it's just like uncanny. It's just weird. So, yeah, he just has a flat face. It can be gross without being hard to look at. It's just hard to look at. How <laughs> gross is it when he grows his new hand and it's all puffy and I hate that. Disgusting. And it's like slimy. Yeah. Uh, why is everything so slimy in this movie? <laughs> Continuing. And I almost hate it even more because he almost wore the lab coat. But just a second before it got stuck on some bathroom stall, which is what you were talking about earlier. Andrew Garfield is great as Spidey and a little too extremely beautiful and cool to pass as a nerd. He's too cool. He's too beautiful and cool to pass as a nerd, which is definitely true. Yeah, that's he's what like, everyone says. He's the fucking. He's got the best hair. He's I've not Tobey Maguire enough. He is the. Yeah, I don't know. And he like he doesn't even need glasses. He's right? not old and creepy enough. No, he's definitely not. well. You know, maybe Tobey Maguire is too old and creepy. Maybe that's the problem. So I think everyone that we heard from likes it. Yeah, that's kind of surprising. Yeah, a little bit. Most people don't actually like this movie. I think most people, nothing this movie. I think I don't think anyone really has strong opinions on it. I think most people are like, it's just good and bad. I don't really care. <laughs> I mean... Is, and then nobody likes, oh my god, Paul. Oh, that's a lot. That's kind of how I feel about it. Or yeah. I mean, I kind of have, I have kind of strong opinions about it, so... More negatively, yeah. I think yeah. I, have, I have more... St- I, I, I'm definitely more on the positive side, but there's a lot of problems here, for sure. Paul says, did you see Paul's thumbnail for our video last week? It's very good. Paul says, I love The Amazing Spider-Man. Garfield does a great job of portraying the character. Not as good as Holland, but way better than Maguire. 
when their movies came out, I mean, I agree, but still brutal. When their movies came out, wrong there. Uh, I was <laughs> all in for them. I wouldn't wait for three or four, or I couldn't wait for three or four and the Sinister Six spinoff. I prefer that it's in the MCU, but at the time, I didn't think that would ever happen, so I was pumped. I love Emma Stone's Gwen Stacy, and that rooftop scene is amazing. I also love the awkward family dinner. This movie is better than the Raimi trilogy, in my opinion. People are absolutely sleeping on it, like in a coma, though. I love the Stanley cameo in this. It's so fun, and so is the whole sequence where the lizard comes after Peter in the school. Exactly. Oh, I wanted to... I, I mean, I could still do this. I want to just make a little quick little edit where Peter throws Gwen out the window, and then she snaps her neck. <laughs> Um. Uh, in that scene, out of a window now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna throw it out the window. That Stanley cameo though is great. It's yeah, really good. I love it. So it's much. one of the best ones. He says, also, also, Mark Webb, Webb, Mark Webb. You get it, Webb, like Webb. <laughs> Thank you. This whole movie is so much fun. When Flash comes up to Peter to say sorry, hear about Uncle Ben. It's such a great scene. Speaking of great scenes, when Peter saves that kid in the car and gives him his mask. This movie is great. Paul, I kind of, I kind of agree with you a lot <laughs> but it's still not i don't think it's a great movie you're not I, embarrassed to say that you actually enjoy this movie I now that everyone knew, that you've listened to so far actually enjoy this it. i enjoy this movie quite a bit but i don't think it's that good that, that's, that's my fine. That's my thesis valid. yeah all right so i think that's it uh next week we're talking about iron man 3 a uh, movie that i don't actually remember if i like or not that's interesting that's interesting i think i i think i thought it was like yeah, like yeah. six or seven. Yeah, but... this is another. This is gonna be a next week will be another episode of me defending something that you probably don't like quite as much, and I probably like too much. Which I is think I've actually seen this movie. I think it's one of the ones that I've actually seen a, a lot more than the others. Well, that's good. Yeah, because it's great. It's Cause... probably because it's great. Yeah, because. When I was when I go to my grandparents' house, for some reason they're always watching this movie. That's because it's always on FX. I love them. That's great. So this, that's incredible. Just, it's just like this movie on repeat every single time I go. That's a good movie to have on repeat, though. It's <laughs> rad. That's yeah. great. Yeah. So I mean, I remember like parts of it, but I don't remember if I actually like it as a whole. It's a big bunny. Relax about it. <laughs> what? You'll see. When it, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it's a Christmas movie. Oh yeah, it is a. It, I mean, no, but. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's very much a Christmas movie. It's all about family. It's about as much of a Christmas movie as, like, Die Hard is. It's about stealing orphan children or whatever and making them Iron Men, <laughs> which is Toby, Toby Stark's favorite. Toby Stark. <laughs> Toby Stark? What if his name was Toby? <laughs> Granny, an alternate universe where his name is... I'm not even gonna go with the Tobey Maguire's Tony Stark. I'm That's just what saying, I was thinking. what if his first name was Toby? <laughs> A different world. A different world. Right. Everything is is exactly the same, but his name is Toby instead of Tony. And now that we said it, that's a universe that exists. Yeah. I love the world. All right. Um, I love, like, theoretical whatever. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Marvel Movie Pod. You can email us at Marvel Movie Pod at gmail.com. Take two. No, 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 no. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> Instagram, my Instagram, flipped egg. Twitter, flipped egg, but the egg is three. Franny. He's a masked vigilante known as Inspired. He's off the grid. He's off the grid. So uh, you can't find him unless, I mean, if you look hard enough, you could probably find him. It's not even that hard. If you just look <laughs> through my followers and then and then you well, probably you, find it. I'm pretty sure you like tagged me in your story a couple times. Yeah, so like at this probably, point, it's very easy to find. Probably in my, my highlighted story somewhere. You got to work for it to find... Like 
my like empty Instagram. <laughs> Friend, you have like fifteen pictures. Most I have like six up. I think I also have six. Oh my god, Franny! Fucking yeah. course of like two, like two years. <laughs> Absolute renegade. Um, I I posted a lot and then just archived most of it because I was like, I don't need this. I was a minimalist. Anyway, wash your hands, stay safe. Uh, Iron Man three next week, so watch that if you wanna you wanna be up to date on the. Don't go outside. Well, go for a walk. Don't go. go for. A, uh, don't, don't go, go far. far. <laughs> and only go go outside when it's necessary. Just yes. be safe. Get some fresh air. But stay don't, clean. Don't go drink crazy. water. Yeah, drink water. Eat food. Bye. Good night. <laughs> Sleep well. <laughs> Good night, Vietnam. <laughs> All right. See ya. In your dreams, <laughs> clown boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's it. It's a big bunny. Relax about it.